Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Nobody I'd rather have on the podcast right now than Bobby Dahlbeck. Nobody. Nobody. Look at the smile on his face. You know why? All right. Let me just say this, Bob. All right. What is the most nervous you've ever been in your life? The most nervous I've ever been? Yeah. Um, I mean, probably, probably my debut. Oh, you're not answering yeah. the question right. What just happened? Uh, oh, that thing. Oh, yeah, I got I got engaged. You got engaged? Uh, yeah, I did. You I were did. nervous? Uh, I was extremely nervous, but that's a good thing, I think. Oh, I mean, how did, yeah. did, was it? Was it was it a surprise? I, I'm not going to spend like all of our time on this, but you know, I, you listen. You should be celebrated for yeah. uh, or your good uh, yeah, news. Did, did it down in uh, did it down in Malibu uh, a couple weekends ago. It was uh, it was awesome. Definitely surprised her. Um, oh, did, yeah. good. Spare the details, but yeah. No, that's fine. Did you have a photographer? I don't want to get it. No, no photographers, just, just us. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. I don't want to, I just want to congratulate. That's my way of congratulating you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's, listen, when we talk about the off season leading to the 2024 season, uh, it's going to be known for two things in your world in 20 years from now. It's going to be when you got engaged, and it's also going to be when I am anointing you, the baseballs and boring best story of the year to come <laughs> that's what I, we'll I, I got a feeling i got a feeling i got a feeling do you have that feeling i know it's we just talk it's best shape of our life season but you never yeah. have that problem i mean like, yeah. honestly you yeah. you've always been in, you've always been in pretty good shape yeah so. yeah i know i feel really good um you know last year 
um, you know, tough year, um, you know, just kind of up and down and doing that stuff. And, um, you know, kind of like reworked my system, kind of got my, you know, my old self back, I felt like, and, um, you know, made it consistent and fine tune that even more this off season. So you know, I'm feeling really good coming into camp. Yeah. Okay. Let's not forget that you had, I think it was like a nine thirty OPS with Worcester last year, 33 home runs. Um, you had an awesome year. Like you said, you up and down just a couple times. Um, but the first thing I want to talk to you about, Bobby, I, I love the conversations we had about some of the stuff that you were doing as the season went on and some yeah. of the adjustments you made. We can talk about that. But if you look at yourself now as a player compared to what you were a year ago, what what is the biggest differences for you? Um, I think I've just, you know, shown that I'm one, you know, way more versatile than probably people are led to believe. Um, you know, I think I can impact the game, you know, not just, you know, with power and, you know, picking balls at first, you know, I feel like I can do multiple things playing, you know, multiple positions in the infield and then corner outfield last year. And, um, you know, I felt like I used my legs more on the bases. So, you know, I was happy with how it went. I felt like I, uh, you know, getting closer to you know more of a complete player. How about your pro? How about this? Like overall, like you're right. I mean, because you played outfield, you played all over the place, third base, first base. But in terms of how you listen, I mean, having a 930 OPS, 33 home runs, I don't care what level it is, it doesn't happen without like you're doing something right. So, what did you feel like as you went to the last couple months that you felt like, all right, I figured this out? And it's we all evolve, it's fine. Yeah. So what what were you doing? What did you figure out? Um, you know, I wouldn't say I like necessarily figure anything out. I just kind of, um, you know, got you know got rid of thinking about things that weren't gonna necessarily help or not. You know, I kind of just tried to clean the slate and find out you know the hard facts basically of what equals success. You know, hitting wise and. Um, I just tried to harp on those and, you know, I felt like timing is huge. Um, effort level for me is one and then vision and just kind of, you know, blending all those together and, uh, you know, making it one thing instead of always trying to tinker and fix little tiny things here and there, you know, just make it normal, taking normal swings and focus on those. And, um, you know, usually when you're on time, you know, you're taking a pretty good swing. You know, I think Trevor T story said it, you know, just a good swing is never rushed. So, you know, taking that, you know, and sticking with it. Yeah. Well, at the same time, it's, it's, you're chasing perception. You're chasing what you feel like they want to see, what people want to see. And also, and you just said it, like, if they just, Hey, worrying about yourself. At what point yeah. last year were you able to do that? And I remember seeing in Worcester and I thought it was so cool how you, you sort of, you were having, it seemed like you were having a good time. Right. I mean, I think it was yeah. September 1st, you had given Las Vegas t-shirts to everybody. Um, and it seemed like a good group of guys. You like being there. You were doing well, but that's a hard thing too. I mean, when you're when you're coming out of spring training, usually you have good spring trainings. You come out of spring training, you want to make your bones and and major leagues. And and when you know maybe you feel like ah, I'm not going to get that chance. What do I need to do? How how are they looking at me? When did that turn in your mind? It's not an easy thing. Um, you know, it, it felt pretty quick. Um. You know, I've been in locker rooms where there's, you know, bitter, bitter guys and you know, I never wanted to be that. But um, the group up there was or down there, whatever you want to call it, is uh, is awesome. You know, um, 
the you know the reality is none of us want to be there but you know if we are going to be might as well have fun doing it and i think we you know took that and rolled and it started with the coaching staff you know they're trace and uh getty and monty and Flo and all those all, all those guys they're they're awesome and they kind of let us do our own thing and i think that's why we you know had such a good time playing and you know our offense was really good you know we had our hot streaks and our cold streaks but it was super fun um you know just being at the field every day and doing it with those guys so how do you feel again i'll do the whole like cliche a year ago compared to now like so a year ago you go in and and maybe there's this, okay, you know, right-handed, left-handed, you right-handed, Casas left-handed, who knows? You know, maybe there's a platoon at first. I don't know. I can't even remember back then. All I know yeah. is that you're usually really good at spring training. And so, uh, going a year ago, to perceive uh, how you viewed your major league career, your career as a major league baseball player, to how you view it now? Um, You know, I obviously um... – 2020 had a solid debut and then 2021 you know it ended up being a good you know really good numbers for a rookie at the end um while leaving a lot on the table and, and um you know 2022 was a was a weird one for me um i never really been a great starter um I got off to a good start um which is tough and um I, know, I feel like the things i've learned now i feel like i'm more ready to tackle those you know instead of you know, having to, you know, let the season develop out, I feel like I can make myself more ready and, you know, more ready to, you know, compete and have good at bats, especially after not playing for a few days. You know, I feel like the things that I focus on allow me to kind of just turn it on and turn it off when I need to. Are you looking forward to sprint? How, how do you view, besides being engaged, going to Fort Myers now compared to yeah. like a year ago? I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what you did in Fort like. I don't even know where you lived. I don't. I don't know. Maybe you live somewhere else. But, <laughs> but it's it's you. You always as a guy like from from. I I remember last spring training. It seemed like you were super all business, like super all. Am I wrong? Am I rem- misremembering? No, I, I'm I'm pretty intense when I'm at the field, especially in the mornings because I'm kind of you know dialed. Uh, you know, just trying to get through all the things that I you know all the tasks that I've, you know, set for myself. But, um, yeah, I know I'm still going to be intense, but not in a bad, it's never in a bad way. It's just sometimes I, my motor and I just can't, I can't stop and I'm just flying around everywhere. Yeah. But you're looking for, I mean, is this, how do you, are you looking forward to this one? Because I would like, if I had a 930 OPS and I felt good about yourself, myself, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I kind of feel good about myself, but not totally. Like, I don't know what the writer equivalent or podcaster equivalent of a 930 yeah. OPS is, but do you feel, do you feel more? Here, put it this way, Bobby. Do you feel more confident than ever? Even with all the, like you, you talked about success, do you feel more confident than ever of being the major leaguer that you feel like you can be? Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. You know, I felt really good when I came up, uh, at the end of the year too. Um, kind of dealing with some hand hand stuff uh you know other wear and tear issues I, I got hit quite a bit on the hands last year and i think uh just nothing not a lot of things really felt right towards the end but um you know i manage you know manage while dealing with those issues and everyone goes through the little nicks and everything throughout the year um but yeah i feel super confident um you know i felt like you know, what I need to do to sustain success is just, uh, it's more simple to me now. It's not easier, but it's more simple. And, um, you know, I kind of know what I need to do to get myself ready. So yeah, I'm super confident coming in and 
um, you know, trying to help, you know, the team win in many ways I can. Have you talked to the, the new regime? Um, not really. No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, have you talked, like who, who do you talk to in the off season? Anybody? I didn't see you at winter uh, weekend, so I don't know. Yeah, I talk. I, I read. I check in. You know, Foxy and I have talked quite a bit. Um, Fatsy, uh, Rosie, and Louie. I talk with Louie um, all the time, and um, you know, everyone's busy doing their thing. I talk with the training staff, and you know, Masai checks in on me all the time. So, um, yeah, you know, other than that, I kind of just do my thing, and you know, I'm, they know I'm going to be there when I need to be there. Okay, so the can I ask you a tough question? This yeah. Is- are you surprised that you you're going in spring training with the Red Sox right now? Um, kind of, sort of, you know, I, it's a tough thing. It's tough to guess. Honestly, I thought I was going to potentially get, um, you know, traded somewhere, you know, before the deadline last year and that didn't happen. And, um, but I, I, I never really try to put too much stock into what I hear or anything like that. Cause you know, it's either going to happen or it's not. So I kind of just, um, you know, take it day by day. And, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, um, you know, I'm still trying to compete for a job and compete to, you know, win a World Series, uh, just like every other guy in that locker room. So, I mean, you have, you, you have, I, I, I call, I don't know if you know this, I watch a lot of spring training games mm-hmm. because I'm like path of least resistance when it comes to the broadcasts. So I, I broadcast a lot of games. Yeah. And all I, I don't know, man, like I didn't even check your spring training stats. All I know is that you usually have good spring trainings. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. I felt like I've yeah, I felt like I had a good one last year. I think twenty one. I had a really good um, spring, and you know, I feel like I was coming ready to go and all that stuff. I play a lot during spring, which um, I don't know if that has anything to do with how I feel at the beginning of the season or not. But you know, I feel like I play a lot of games and early and everything, which is awesome because you know we all need to get ready um, to play. But um, yeah, you know, I, I feel body's always always in a good spot. I just you know. I just remember why I, why I know that you have good spring trainings because I don't predict home runs every time someone gets to yeah. the, yeah. you predicted a couple grand slams I think I think I mean it's yeah. I mean yeah. I, I don't just throw that out there. you know that I don't just throw this out there for anybody yeah I actually feel like you're going to hit a grand slam it's science yeah. it's a scientific thing so you're welcome it's science <laughs> yeah I got it. Someone just skirted outside the front door. Whoops. Can you hear that too yeah. bad? No. Someone it's all right? Uh yeah, I think it's all good. Somebody's alarm is going off. Is it is it? Oh no, it's feet? fine. It's okay. Yeah, okay, it's cool. all good. I mean I mean it's it's, it's I, I, I paid someone to set off alarms when I started talking about me predicting yeah. grand slams. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about it or it won't work anymore. I've still Listen, I may, I, I may be, I may be right. one for, I may be one for sixty in predicting, but it's not going to stop me. It's, yeah, it's, it's okay. no, you can't. Just don't, don't waste a good one in spring, though. You know. Yeah, well, if, that's where. So it's like every spring training for everybody. I, so yeah. Uh, so can I let's geek it out in terms of like some of the stuff I remember you were talking. Where was it? Maybe we we're in Chicago. You were talking about some of the stuff that you were working on, like the. Was it virtual reality? What was it? It was glasses. Um, no, I, I've never done any. Uh, no, that, get, tell me something. Tell me something that's interesting that you're doing in your training that is is new. That has been- um, it, nothing's really new. Um, honestly, I 
<laughs> journal. Like, yeah, I do journal. Um, I did that all last year and here and there the years before, but last year, you know, I really stuck with it. Um, been journaling this off season, but other than that, nothing, nothing, no, sna- no snake oil or anything like that. Nothing. Just, uh, I don't no, know. Trying, you know, timing. Like I always, it's like beating a dead horse. It's always just timing for me and um, efficiency, and you know, just honing in on the technique of everything. Do I think you, is the bigger, bigger and thing. And you said you you've always you saw Pedroia a couple times, but you, have you been in his cage? Uh, not not this offseason. I've been in the cage. Oh, no. no, yeah, I've been in up up north. Okay, all right. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, he's oh he's not near you. All right. Who do you work out with? Uh, I work out with. Uh, Jamie Westbrook is coming to uh, Red Sox camp. Uh, Tarek Skubal, Alex Fajardo, um, Jordan Luplo, a bunch of guys. That's just like weightlifting stuff. And I hit, uh, I hit with uh, Kevin Crone up in uh, Scottsdale, one of my just one of my buddies, and go to his uh, cousin's cage and just kind of talk and hit. You know, just keep things simple and uh, repeat everything. And it's been it's been really good. Man, I, I, I expected like you just like, like I I did this different, I did that different, but I guess why should you? I mean, you had a good year, like yeah. I just I tried to I tried to make what I was working on last year boring, if that you know, in a good way, you know. And then and just boom, when it, it becomes not it a little too boring, you get engaged. Boom, there it is. Yeah, yeah. What makes so- to shake it up. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure your fiance appreciates that like yeah yeah you know i just i just had to shake it up so there you go um what uh what so what is what else what else did you do besides getting gay what else did you do i know it's the cliche thing like we talked about the concerts and stuff like that yeah and and uh, i haven't been to a concert I've, I've been to a lot of weddings really yeah a lot of weddings anybody i, I know uh yeah i went to cole tucker's wedding i don't know if you know cole oh yeah yeah um that was Wait, awesome who did cole tucker marry uh, <laughs> uh vanessa hudgens yeah that's yeah. What I yeah, yeah yeah i know it's no big deal for you because it's, I'm yeah. Just... yeah i went to you know scott kingery's wedding bunch of really close friends uh you know i had two this past weekend which was super fun um but yeah you know it's been a very celebratory off season, I'd say. Can I? Can I? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like belabor this. I promise. But who was the coolest person you saw at Cole Tucker's wedding? Cole Tucker. <laughs> that guy. He he ripped one of the nastiest drum solos I've ever seen with the live band. After it, it was it was crazy. Did he really? Yeah, it was incredible. All right. Who is the second most <laughs> interesting person that you saw there? Uh, Cole Tucker's dad, Jackie Tucker. That guy's super cool. Love that guy. <laughs> you're not going down the road. You're not, you're, so uh, that's fair. I get it. But I know I have to, I have to ask. I told you, I said, I told you, I think when I saw you in Worcester that I got my bucket list photo with Eddie Vedder. So, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. yeah. So you could be jealous of me about something. So I am extremely jealous of that. <laughs> well, 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 you know, Theo, Theo's back. Maybe uh, I know base because they're, they're. I think they're super tight. Is what I've heard. That's that's exactly what it is. Exactly what yeah. it is. Another thing you told me last year was you were well ahead of the curve when it came to Will You Abreu, right? Yeah. You said, you said this isn't again. I remember where we were when we talked. This was in Philadelphia when you were had no sleep. You were called up. Yeah. 
And but you still have the energy to tell me, oh, you know who's really good is this guy Willie Abreu. Yeah, he's a stud. Is he like so? Okay, we want we want people to get excited. Not only we we get everyone excited about Bobby Dahlbeck, get everyone excited about Willie Abreu. Absolutely, I'm. I stood. And I hit behind him for one week and I watched him hit six homers in about four four days. It was incredible. And he, you know, quality of bat every time. And he's, uh, you know, people probably don't talk about his defense, but he's, you know, one of the better, you know, outfielders I've played with. It was uh, super fun to watch him last year. Is who else are people sleeping on? Because, again, you get to see these guys. You know what makes a major leaguer a major leaguer. Um and there's going to be somebody in spring training who we get excited about. Fine, but who is yeah. who is the person who who is who is someone else there that we're sleeping on? Um, I would say Sogard, the kid's oh! stud. Yeah, that's a absolute good. stud. Um, you know, he's he plays every day, switch hitter, can play literally anywhere. Um, you know, works hard, good teammate. You know, has all those qualities. Um, and you know, he's, I think he's gotten you know a lot stronger this off season, and um, you know, just if he just does the same thing, maybe it'll be a little bit more slug. But you know, he's a good at bat, and he you know he can get four hits any given night. So uh, he's super fun to watch. Great major, defender too. Major league, major league clubhouse, major league invite last year. I remember spring training. Yeah, th- this year too. This year, this year, year too. Yeah. What's yeah. the per, what's the per diem? The per diem? Yeah. What's the per diem for spring training? This I, is the, I have no idea. You don't know? No, no. Oh, I I feel like this is a big deal. Like this is what I mean. If it's a big for for minor leaguers who aren't in major league camp, it's a big. You know how it is. It's a big yeah. swing. I'm not. I'm not sure what the per diem is. I, uh, I I'm more. I just want my bats and all that stuff. I like getting bats and gear and stuff. Not. I don't care. Whatever. Oh, you, you know. You get more gear. Do you get more gear if you're on like the forty man? Uh, I just think when you're when you get invited to major league camp, you get to order you know twenty four free bats instead of wait having wait a- hold on yeah. sorry I this is I learn something new every day yeah when you yeah because typically your your agents would uh get you know put your bat orders in for you but when you you know get to big league camp or get invited you order it through Tommy or the, you know and, and other organizations the head head clubhouse manager so you get what do you say twenty free bats. No, you just get twenty four. You can order, uh, you know, anything you want, pretty much, and you don't have to don't have to worry about it. All these times I'm like yelling about the per diem, and it's like it's not the, no one even cares about the per diem. I think a lot, a lot of people probably do. I like bats, though. You know, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, but I remember I, this. This is say that I remember. When some guy, some young young players get there, I can tell you the per diem means of something. You know why I yeah. know? Because they put on like thirty pounds. Uh, yeah, not, that'll. I'm not going to say that somebody with a name that rhymes with Schmafiel Mavers, uh, like his first spring. <laughs> like he liked he liked the per diem. So hey, he, he he's going to play no matter what. <laughs> no, this was this was early. This, I, I don't know, blame. I like it's well, how old were you when you first major league camp? Uh, I was probably 22. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. what year was that? What year was that? I think it was eight. I think 18 was my first one. Okay. So, you know, it's, you got a lot of veteran, that was a lot of veteran guys and like, yeah. it's a whole scene in, in like people, I don't think people understand like what a scene it is, like where the clubhouse is, you know, you have the young guys down the corner hanging out, 
you know, and 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 then you might have Pedroia running around yelling at people. Yeah. Well, I was lucky. I was lucky because I I got there early pretty much every day, and I was always in there early with Pedroia and uh, Moreland, and so I got to know them pretty well then. And then JD and Ben Attendee and Pedroia and I would play Call of Duty every day. Really. Um, like my first, yeah, like my first big league camp. That's how I got to know them so well and everything. Wait, playing Call of Duty so, with them. So, t- so here's here's another thing people don't understand. I'm trying to educate young minds. So, first of all, spring training is completely reverse of every other time in in the baseball world, where it's early. You show up what, like seven? Uh, back in eighteen, I was getting there at right around six. Oh, yeah. So so six, you're working out like a fiend, like you're 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 working out, and then early on, you're done by noon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, when do you play Call of Duty? I mean, we'd play for a while at the park. Know. Oh, we wouldn't play at the park. We'd play online. Okay, so we'd get All back. Right. I, I mean, I'd get back from the game, and I'd have you know ten texts from PD saying, "Where where are you at?" And I'm like, I. Bro, you played the first couple innings, you know, got your bats and got out of there. I I played seven, eight, eighth, and ninth. I'm still showering up. I'll be home in thirty. You know, hold the that's, spot for me. That's what people don't understand. It's literally like your day is even when the game start. I think they make you stay in the to the fifth inning or something. Or they, through the, yeah, to the fifth, yeah, yeah. But then you're gone. Like it's yeah. you're gone. That's it. Like everyone's like. No, yeah. So I don't know. Again, I'm trying to I'm trying to get everyone ready for spring training because whether it's predicting your grand slams, whether it's prioritizing per diem, whether it's understanding now that that there's probably a ton of baseball bats floating around that nobody's using. Absolutely. That, I mean, if nobody's using 25 bats, so yeah, throughout the season. But you know, say every six you get two, you know, good ones. Um. You know, then you got eight for the year that are solid, and other ones are backups, and then BP bats and all that, all that stuff. So, who 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 legit is has been in the best shape of their life? Who is the guy that legit? Who is? Dur- I mean, Duran's a monster. Yeah, so. yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah that's he's but, an alien. I, you know, I've never met O'Neill, but he seems to be an alien as well. Yeah, he has a baseball and boring T-shirt, which is we gave him an extra yeah. small. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, who 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 is who would profess to be the in the best very nice people we like them personally but would say that they are in the best shape of their life and they're not like so bobby back in the day the plow you used to show up with rubber suits and just sweat it out you know yeah who who is the guy i can see ploecki being that guy <laughs> <laughs> i love him to death just yeah, kid. I feel great. Feel great, kid. You know, that's that's him. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, um, is there anything else that I didn't get to that you want to talk about? Nothing. I've been no, talking think- for a while. I've been. You've been like what doing weddings and with celebrities. Yeah, I've been all over. I've been off the grid. I've been all over the place. It's good though. It's good to see you. It's good to talk with you. Yeah. You didn't miss anything at winter weekend. Other than I bet Papelbon that he couldn't throw eighty five, a hundred bucks, and he threw seventy seven. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He still but, get out. So that guy was nasty. That guy could get out still. 
No, I don't actually I don't think he could. <laughs> he, he said, said Bobby, you know what he said? So we he did it. Two hundred people go over, watch him, throw seventy seven. And I said and he comes back, he's like, In fairness, I I uh I didn't get any sleep last night and I still might be drunk. And I said, Well, how's that any different from when you played? <laughs> he's like, Fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, listen, I just want to say it again. You, we are proclaiming you baseball's in boring story of the year. We're well ahead of the curve. It's going to be a right. great story. It's going to be a great season. Um, we have new t-shirts for you have a t-shirt. You have a t-shirt. I got a couple. I got a couple, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to need a new one at spring. I'll get a new one at spring. You want what I have? We have them in Japanese now. I would love, I love one of those. All right. It's yours. Yeah. Consider it done. Yeah. You, you well, are done. a friend of, friend of the program. You can have anything you want. So, Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Good stuff. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Rob. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus